0: Hi, it's Renan G with the Holistic Health Hotline. Whoa, the stress huh we're under all kinds of stress lately between the stock market the economy the elections the lies the misconceptions the distortions the conflicts the controversy the black and white the left and right all those things that are going on and um, <clears throat> stress is a killer stress will hurt you and cause us to have to use the health care system of whoever gets into office so <clears throat> you want to make sure that you take care of your stress by first taking a good multiple vitamin with minerals but then adding extra B complex because that that keeps the um, especially the brain cells running smoothly because you have this thing called a synapse in your body where the the nerves make an electromechanical chemical connection and that gets a little frayed, kind of like a paintbrush when you've used it too much, or a toothbrush that you chewed on or whatever. And that's why we say that people's nerves are frayed. They're they're not making a solid connection, and it makes you feel like you're on edge, like a scratchy chalkboard or whatever. And um, you grit your teeth, and you grind your teeth, and you, you're you're dreaming weird dreams and. Snapping at everybody around you and acting out your fears, and um, you can try to help some of this um, using, you know, chemical means, which means the natural chemicals of your body to to uh, make you relax a little more. You should be getting body work, massage your reflexology to balance your systems, to relax you, to let you at least get away from all of this for a little while so you're not worrying about it 24 hours a day. Um, I got all kinds of emails from the last podcast I did, which um, was about choice and making the choice that makes the most sense. Some of them were negative, most of them positive, um, a lot of negativity on, on on who hangs out with who and who was seen with who and who used to do what and, and all that kind of stuff. That's not what my podcast was about. My my uh, analysis of everything that's going on is based on um, the issues and around those issues where somebody's history is because just as we all have a history that has formed us, and if you have children, you know that they are developing a history that will form them. So do these people we are trying to vote for. They both come from different backgrounds. They have different life experiences that have molded them into the characters that they are today, and that's all we are, aren't we? We're, we are characters. I've, I've been molded. You've been molded. Um, things that have happened in my life could have turned me into a, uh, uh, in a different direction. I chose a... Um, Um, uh, striving for a more divine direction. You know, I had things happen to me that left me out in the cold, sleeping in snow and as uh, i was I was, I was a young kid when all that happened i could have turned into somebody who stole food or stole money or used drugs or swore a lot or hated god or didn't believe anymore or any of those kinds of things and instead i kind of made a pact with that higher part of me and that higher uh... power that i call god anyway and i said look you know we're in this together and i know i must be here for a reason and i'm supposed to learn something so i'll do your work if you'll help me do mine And um, we kind of made that that agreement. Now, of course, we're in a country where people are not even talking about God anymore. That This diversity that we call America is supposed to um, turn into something else in the very near future. Because we have diversity, we're not supposed to use English as the only language. All children should be bilingual like they are in other countries. And um, we should have diversity of religion and not push God on the flag or on our currency or on anything else because we have all these other religions in our country. But that's not what America is. That's not America. And, you know, I'm not sorry for being a nationalist. I, I was brought up and brought myself up to believe in my country, and my country was founded under those principles. And because of those principles, I have been a fairly good person. For the last fifty plus years, um, you know, I've served my country. I was in the Marines uh, during the Vietnam War era. I, I disagreed with the war, but I never disagreed so much that I wanted to leave my country. I believed in what my country was doing. And part of that belief is believing that we do make mistakes and we do have differences and we do have fears and and challenges and things that we try to do that we mess up. And so we try again. And this country has been that ever since its beginning, since the Founding Fathers who were um, chased down and and hunted as as, uh, traitors for treason, they were, Those people who signed that Declaration of Independence were originally considered traitors. Um, When they were chased down, there were lots of things going on that were different. We were trying to form a country. And when they did the Constitution constitution said let's form this country this way let's you know make sure that people can always bear arms because you don't know how bad your government's going to get that's why we had a revolution in the first place that was the government of king george the second or sixth or whoever he was and if that government gets bad enough you may have to rise up and take the government away from those people and so you you, you should be allowed to have handguns um you know that there's one candidate who wants to ban handguns except for people out in the woods some who might be hunting. But and I know why. I understand why, you know, inner city stuff and all the bad handguns. but guess what? All the countries that have ever banned guns, like Australia, ask an Australian. And I do have um people down there so if you write in I will read your letters to the people online ask them what happened when they even had um, guns from their grandfathers that were handed down through generations when they banned guns (coughs) all of them turned in their guns and they were melted into park benches and teapots but the ones who don't care about obeying the law and turning in their guns still have the guns so so am I for banning handguns no I'm not am I for tougher practices on criminals yes I am. Our problem isn't with the fact that people have handguns. Our problem is is that when we do catch criminals, we put them in jails that are better than the house I live in, which taxpayers pay for. We give them educations which, for free, which I couldn't do. We allow them to sue the authorities in the state because of things that they don't like. I actually heard of a lawsuit not too long ago um, for $200 million or some stupid thing because the prison only served smooth peanut butter instead of chunky peanut butter. But that lawsuit was allowed to go through because otherwise we might hurt somebody's feelings or or uh, deny them of their rights. Well, my feeling is this. If you rape someone, if you burn down somebody's house, If you rob the guy at gunpoint, if you kill someone, you don't have any rights, any, ever again in my country you're not going to be rehabilitated by going to you know the Waldorf Astoria prison and watching tv and making sure that oh that's another lawsuit they didn't have a widescreen flat hd tv so they sued because everybody else in america has one so why shouldn't they but anyway i mean you you stepped over the line you didn't believe in garden country you didn't believe in your country person the people that you hurt so why would i want you to have the right to to um, vote for instance and one of our candidates would like all felons to be allowed to vote because of course you get a lot of votes that way I think there's 70,000 felons in the state of Alabama where I am which will now be able to vote but you know what that same person who wants that to happen would not push for legislation to allow absentee ballots from people who are in the service in any of the services who are fighting overseas to make sure that their vote is counted it's a little imbalance here don't you think just a little bit of an imbalance um and nobody is talking about it everybody's having this media love affair listening to cbs and nbc and msnbc and all these places i had um, one letter from a dear friend and 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 you know I, um, I I love it that you listen to me, and I know we've been friends, and I want you to come and visit, but I'm not listening to just right-wing people like Fox News or whatever that everybody thinks is right-wing. I listen to everything, and I read everything. I even read all the newspapers from overseas, and I read the stuff from countries that, um, that people can't even read because of the languages, and I spend a lot of time doing that. I ask anybody around me. When I'm done with work and everybody goes home and goes to bed around 10, 30, or 11, I am up until two or three in the morning doing more of my homework before i ever get on here and i don't listen to the stuff on the internet or read the blogs because the blogs are really full of baloney you want to you want to really get screwed up start reading all the blogs from from the chicago tribune and cbs and fox and cnn politics and the politico and all these other places start reading the blogs that follow their little articles you know they post an article that's maybe oh, 500 words long and and give everybody a bunch of stuff to either get mad about or think about, and then they have blogs beneath it, and I really think they get half of their... half of their article ideas and half of their political views from from reading the blogs of the people who have nothing else to do but sit around all day and write these blogs. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's is, uh, they just they they're writing back and forth, yelling at each other and calling each other names and stating their positions and telling the truth and telling everybody what they know the truth is because they, they read it in Wikipedia or they online or they uh, heard another blog or read another blog somewhere else or they saw it on so-and-so's website and so therefore it the Bible and it's the truth. Well, I don't do that. I do so much more than any of that to come to my decisions. And I did get an email from Karen. Karen, I don't know which Karen you are. So I have about 70-something Karens that I know. So And, and you sent me a comment that said what it did and, and um, Karen, and just felt, let me know who you are. Send it to my email or send me another comment. Let me know who you are. And, uh, and, I, and I'm glad that you respect my opinions and my my wisdom as you call it Um, and I would hope that the thousands and thousands of subscribers that I have are feeling the same way I'm not coming from a right or a left I'm not coming from any of those places I'm coming from my heart and my heart and my wisdom and my soul and my intuition tells me we're in trouble I told you we were going to be in trouble with the stock market and with money and we still are and you can think that the bailouts worked they didn't and they're not going to because it has nothing to do really with the stock market it's a whole different thing it's the credit market and we have in this country and Many other countries who have followed suit with us have gotten very spoiled with credit. If if you looked right now on your wallet, you'd see five credit cards on the average. That's what most people have. <clears throat> Plus a debit card. Excuse me for my throat. I don't know what's going on here, but as usual, you know, I'm outside doing my thing, and, and that's what happens. Um, but you probably have about five credit cards and banks use those credit cards to get fees from and everything that we buy has 2% marked up into it so that people get their money back for you using your credit cards and you add that to the housing market and what went on with Acorn and I talked about Acorn last time and, and uh, how corrupt they are and have been and who started it. Don't even read the stuff online. Is says he had nothing to do with it. Acorn is separate, blah, blah, blah. Well, Acorn and Annenberg and all of them are in cahoots and if you don't believe that this is basically a coup d'etat then um, then you deserve for whatever's going to happen because it's this is so classic it's a classic coup d'etat it's um it's not a conspiracy theory it's not uh, you know paranoid or paranoid schizophrenic or any of those things where you guys are going to write me these letters and these emails I'll just I'll just spam you eventually so I'll just send you to the spam bucket but Look at everything. Read everything that you can get your hands on and really get the truth. Now, there was something on Fox News last night, which um, I actually helped to get there. Um, And you can look at it and decide on your own. This is a guy, Philip Berg, who is an attorney in Pennsylvania, has been practicing law for 35 years, is a Democrat. Has done some other weird things in his past, but he's one of those lawyers who believes that if people aren't providing the information they're supposed to be providing, they should be pushed to do it. So he filed a lawsuit against Obama and the other seven names that Obama uses and and asked him to please produce all the paperwork that John McCain had to produce to prove his citizenship. And of course, the Democratic National Committee and Obama refused to do it. So they're skirting the issue. They're trying to say that there's technicalities or legal technicalities that will, so they can block this until after the election. And it seems to me that if somebody had nothing to hide, they'd say, wow, here, here's my file. Look, prove it, get it done with, I'm done with it. That would be leadership. That would be telling the truth. That would be a good character um, running for president or running for office. That would be something that I would automatically do. You know, when we had the Patriot Act Act come into force, everybody was worried that the government was going to be eavesdropping on our phone calls as if they could eavesdrop on 330 million phone calls. But everybody got all worried about that. Like, they're going to listen to what I'm saying. It's like, uh, they can listen all they want to what I say on the phone. I'm not afraid of anything. I don't have anything to hide. But those who would have something to hide would be nervous. I could see that. So you know this guy has filed a lawsuit in August so it's already October the judge will not sign off and let it let at least go to discovery all that would happen in discovery is that the Obama campaign camp including Obama would have to produce specific legal documents saying where he was born where he went to school which citizenship he is part of and that would get rid of it but he won't do it now when somebody doesn't do that Ah, uh, you know, the old parent in me says, this kid's lying. This kid's got a problem. This kid has something to hide, and therefore I need to pursue it. And that's what's going on. That's where people, where you hear in the rallies are getting all upset and, and saying things is because nobody will tell the truth on that side. And when people don't tell the truth, it feeds that fear it feeds paranoia it feeds negativity it's it's the mean awful parent that comes up to the surface and puts the kid up against the wall and says you tell me now you show me now or I'm gonna smack you well, you've done that I have never done it but I know that I'm not like everybody else so <clears throat> for most people so I know that you've all gotten frustrated enough with your kids especially when they're teenagers when you feel like throwing them up against the wall you don't but you inside you that's what you feel like it's like I know they're not telling me the truth and I just want the truth and that's what you're seeing coming out in many of the Republican rallies that are out there now what is this hatred of Sarah Palin I'd like to know because she's pro-life you know the woman is different as she is from so many people because of her background, she is pro-life. She says that's what she believes in, but you have never spoken to her. Read everything about her. What she definitely says is, yes, I'm pro-life and I would support any pro-life legislation that that protected the baby and the individual and and, um, all of that, but that doesn't mean that I want you to be or I want you to be forced to be pro-life which is a big difference from the other side. Again, they are pro-choice, they say. They say that so that they get the women's vote. And all of you women out there who are going to write to me and are friends of mine, read, please, 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 go read everything and get the truth and look at the stuff coming from the other side from two years ago, not from just recently, but from two years ago, before the primaries. um, When they started saying all this stuff, read the history, read the legislation. I have on our website at earthwalk-usa.com, I have a page called Obama Crimes, which has links on it that will take you to all the there's two links on there especially will take you to all the votes that both John McCain and Obama have done while they were senators and read through those it's going to take you a while that's right you can't be lazy if you're a good American and you really want to vote for the right person you should be reading these things anyway so the other side is is supposedly pro choice but they get so far left under his um, direction that He actually voted for legislation to allow babies who are born um, during an abortion, in other words, they're, they're fetuses that are aborted but they're alive, to lie on a table for eight hours and be allowed to die without medical help. I almost couldn't say that. That's how bad it upsets my stomach. So, okay, once he was challenged on that, he signed some other legislation and actually promoted the bill, I think he co sponsored it, that said, Well, let's make a safe place for them to die. In other words, go ahead and abort the baby and let this being lie there, but put lace curtains around and make it nice and soft and cozy so that the eight hours it takes them to suffer and finally pass away, they will feel more comfortable while they're doing it. But <coughs> Don't do anything else. Don't allow medical help for that baby so that it can live. Don't do any of those things because what it means is that puts a a stress on our economy and our population. And you know how which countries feel that way. Um, in general so that's what we're trying to copy now <clears throat> those are only a few things and it has nothing to do with who hung out with who and who went to church with who and the Keating Five or the Acorn heirs uh, or any of those people has nothing to do with that except that those things form the person they make the per- the person I'm gonna give you a little test here that's a little bit about medical care and social values okay and tell you exactly who voted what Okay, should a doctor give medical care to a fetus that survives an abortion, or should medical care not be given? Obama's position should not. Only 17% of Americans agreed with that, 18% female. Should, 67.8% of Americans believe that they should. Do you favor or oppose a woman's right to an abortion based on the sex of the fetus? Obama's position is favor, based on sex. Which means, in case it's a girl, you should abort it. In case it's a boy, maybe you shouldn't. Opposes 82%. Do you agree or disagree that a physician should be legally required to notify the parents of an underage girl who requests an abortion? 77% of Americans agree. Obama disagreed, along with 17 other percent of Americans. Do you agree or disagree that abortion destroys a human life and is manslaughter? Agree 51% of Americans. Disagree is 398 I don't necessarily Agree to this manslaughter but by definition because I did go to law school it is because you have an intention and it's criminal intent to kill another living being but then you have to define what that living being is so do you believe that human life begins at conception or once the baby may be able to survive outside the mother's womb with medical assistance or when the baby's actually born most Americans believe at conception 23% survive outside the womb guess what Obama's position was I'm not sure In general, what should be more important to Americans in their daily life? Moral values or material concerns? 88% of Americans said moral values, 6% said material concerns, and guess whose position that is? Should America's laws be written following Judeo-Christian values, or should America be an entirely secular society, devoid of any decisions based upon Judeo-Christian moral values? 44% of Americans said Judeo-Christian, Obama, and 40% said secular only six percent said they weren't sure. Which comes closest to your, to your view on abortion? Abortion should always be legal, or should be legal most of the time, or should be made illegal except in cases of rape, incest, and to save the mother's life, or abortion should be made illegal without any exceptions. Obama said always legal. That's 31% of Americans. Legal most of the time is 13%. Illegal with a few exceptions is 40%. Illegal without exceptions, 10%. Now I think Sarah Palin, is in the forty percent is illegal with a few exceptions, which means if if uh, if she was given certain exceptions, that she may or may not vote that way. Um, she's not in the lower ten percent. But either way, this fifty percent of Americans believe it's illegal, and forty three percent say it should be legal almost all the time. Um, And then there's partial birth abortions, sometimes performed on women during the last few months of pregnancy. Do you think the government should make this procedure illegal, or do you think the procedure should be legal? Illegal, 66% of Americans. Legal, Obama, 28%. Do you agree or disagree that American firearm manufacturers who sell a legal product that is not defective should be sued if a criminal uses their products in a crime? Agree, says Obama disagree 76% of America now that's like um, and I think Bill O'Reilly on that right-wing network said this the other night too if somebody has my book in their house and they go out and commit a murder that would be saying that they could say that my book contributed to that and that I should be sued because they took my book and and used it to go kill somebody Oh, boy. Currently, 36 states have laws that allow residents to qualify for a permit to carry a firearm if they pass a background check. If they take a firearm safety training course and if they pay a fee, do you support or oppose? Support 76, 77.6% of Americans, Obama, and 14% say no. Okay, well, anyway, do you, agree or disagree, do you agree or disagree that laws prohibiting convicted felons and non-U.S. citizens from voting should be more vigorously enforced, 70% of Americans say yes, Obama disagrees. Okay, now that means that illegal aliens can vote now because he was also the one, by the way, who put in the legislation and tried to push forward um, uh, driver's licenses for illegal aliens. And so are you surprised about what's going on with ACORN? I'm not at all. Not at all. <laughs> it's, it's totally in line with all of his reasoning and his... Um, his past um history okay Uh, let's see anything about um, proponents of drilling of course there's the the ANWR that's the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge when you hear ANWR that's in Alaska that's what they're talking about Um, it makes up about 2,000 of the total 19 million acres Um, and so they asked if the U.S. should begin drilling even if we won't realize the benefit for several more years 54 percent of Americans said yes 36 percent said no now if we had done that when Bill Clinton was in office we wouldn't even have a gas problem these days Um, uh, let's see blah 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 I don't want to do that one in general, do you think the current Supreme Court is too liberal, too conservative, or just about right? Obama says it's too conservative. Most Americans think it's about right because there's, there is um, balance there. Now, he has a $65 billion plan to institute taxpayer-funded universal health coverage, which per- would provide health insurance for those currently uninsured, including illegal immigrants. that's his plan. He agrees with that. 35% of Americans also do but 65% say they don't. (sighs) Should the federal government subsidize health insurance pay for health care for America's 12 million illegal immigrants? Out of all Americans 78% said no. Obama said yes okay so we have a lot of other issues not just who we hung out with but the fact that this person who did hang out with these left-wing super radicals and I was in the left I'd understand it I understand it I was around I was in the service 1968 to 1971 at the height of all the movements in this country the black movement the women's movement the gay movement the anti-war movement the drug movement whatever you want to call it everything was going on those years and believe me I went through it I went through it in my barracks. I watched what happened. I had to break up fights. I had to stop murders. I had to stop rapes. I had to stop all kinds of things and watched a lot of my friends die because of drugs being slipped into their drinks because they wouldn't give into the male ego and all kinds of stuff that, that happens. so you know it's not like I haven't been there I'm not coming from nowhere I didn't get brought up in a middle-class household and get sent to college and learn everything out of a book or off the internet or, or from some professor who, who uh, could have been good or bad or who knows what this all comes from from just many 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 years of experience and being there in and going through all this kind of stuff and then doing all my homework so there's a lot of a lot of things to think about, and you know you can. Obama's winning because why? Because the economy was bad for three weeks, and now it's better. And so McCain is Republican, so that's why the McConnell, the economy was bad, and that's why McCain's not going anywhere. Well, there's people not knowing their history again. The first bad economy came with Hoover, and of course it was worsened by Johnson, who was Democrat. And the economy got good under Bill Clinton except that a lot of our investments and especially Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac were provoked and promoted by the Clinton administration, which then collapsed underneath George Bush, who twice tried to get regulators to regulate Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, but the Democratic Congress would not allow that to happen. Now, when I talk about... Holistic health, I always talk about balance, and so what kind of balance are we going to have if both the House of Representatives and Senators in Congress is all Democratic, and the President is a Democrat, and he appoints liberal, super-liberal, left-wing judges. All three branches, our executive, our, um, whatever they are, on the kids kid, how about that, judicial, and what's the other branch, I don't even know anymore, of the government are now all left-wing, and... Um, There's no checks or balances, no balance whatsoever, which is just like somebody getting very sick and not having anything to help them out anymore. And there won't be any recourse. There's nothing you can do. It's worse than cancer cancer I can fix I can't fix this because you can't impeach you can't um, you can't take them to the Supreme Court you can't you know force a vote on the house uh, floor because they're all going to be Democrats and that's going to be what's going to happen so if they want to move us all into this socialistic health care which you really are not going to like I, I, I can't explain it to you enough to know that you're not going to like it but they want to move us there in that direction you can complain all you want you can go stomp your feet and carry signs but all of them are Democrats and all of them are going to be voting with each other to make sure a Democrat stays in office for as long as possible and um, and destroys our country. I I am not anti-Democrat. I voted for Kennedy. Okay. I was a Kennedy supporter and that that turned out right because look what happened with Nixon. Um, Anyway so you know I'm not any of those things. I am the person supporter and I don't like John McCain that much. I really don't. I think he was. Um, He learned a lot in Vietnam. He screwed up in his personal life because of it. And a lot of people who came back from Nam did that. So you don't judge him for what he did to his wife. I mean, I don't condone it, but I can't judge him because I, I know what, Vietnam did to people. I know how they came back. I know what that they wanted their lives back because Americans treated them so poorly that they didn't even feel like they had a life. So he did some screwed up things. He's um, He was a senator so he got caught up in Washington. He became a Washingtonian. He's the first one to admit it. He's the first one also to say he doesn't want to be a Washingtonian. That He wants to change these things. Whereas the other guy, that one, has been in Washington just long enough to start running for president. He makes $165,000 a year while he's not sitting in the Senate. He will make $424,000 a year as President of the United States. And um, and he's voted 94 times to raise your taxes, if not more. And his tax plan, by the way, will raise taxes, regardless of what he's telling you. He's, he says he's going to cut taxes on 95% of Americans. 40% of Americans don't even pay taxes, so they're going to get these free checks. And that's why people are voting. They say, hey, I'm going to get $500 or $1,000. This man's going to give me something free. And I get free health care and free day care and free this and free that. And so I just told my friends today, I said, I can't wait for Obama to get elected because I can't wait to get all this free stuff. And then they said, well, yeah, but where is he going to get the money? Somebody's going to have to work. I said, all the people who haven't been working all these years and took all that free stuff, they're going to have to go back to work. To pay for it because I'm not gonna work anymore and uh, that's not good is it? <laughs> it just isn't a good way to go but it you know I, I guess I had to say those things once in a while that cover my own stress because it is stressing me I see what's going to happen and it's really hard sometimes to be in that position where you know how people are going to finally wake up and you know what they're going to see and you know how they're going to feel and you know what it's going to do to them their minds their bodies and their spirits and there's just nothing you seem to be able to do to get it through their heads and to get the word out there Um, so I'm doing my best anyway (laughs) replay this and answer those questions for yourself uh, that I read to you and and send this on to other people don't be afraid everybody's sending everything nowadays so don't be afraid to send it to whoever and uh, for those of you in other countries like um, Australia and some of the countries in South America and Ireland and Italy and England and Germany who are listening thank you very much and um, to know that no matter what that happens or what this man says or does that you still have you know 300 million Americans who will eventually wake up and when you wake up that sleeping giant in America watch out because we are Americans and we live in a very special chosen place and, and I'm grateful for that but I'm grateful to God for that not to Allah not to a Hindu God but to my God I am grateful for that Go to earthwalk-usa.com. Look at the videos. Go to Obama Crimes. Look at the videos. Read the letters. Um, Do whatever you have to do and click around. Do your thing. Send this on. Spread the word. Thanks. This is Raina G.